Hi, my name is Sherlay, and welcome to Unspoken Transitions. Thank you for listening today. So last week, I made a poem about narcissists in our lives, and it went into detail about the effects that they can have on our behavior and how we speak to other people or even like making new friends altogether because it's just so exhausting being around a narcissist. So I want to share a little bit about that. So some of the today we're going to talk about some of the characteristics of narcissists and like I'm going to share a little story about a narcissist that was in my life and the effect that they had. So we can go ahead and jump right into it. So a narcissist, I know that a lot of people have like <laughs> a different ideas of what narcissists are. And I'm just going to list a couple of qualities that narcissists have. Um, people can have narcissistic qualities, but of course you need to get diagnosed to say that like this person is a narcissist or this person is a narcissist. But um, some people can definitely have narcissistic qualities. So... The first one that I have is they are always correct and like they're always right. They think they're the best and best way I can explain that is just like they like need validation and like they have to get validation from other people and they can never be wrong. So like they um, it's kind of like they're set up in a way where they believe that they're just the best and um Nobody else can tell them that they made a mistake or have done anything wrong. So I know that some people, when I say that, like, they're always correct and they're always the best. I know a lot of people get that mixed up with, like, confidence. But confidence, they don't need other people's validation to know, like, their own self-worth. They know that, like, they believe in themselves and that validation comes from within rather than from external forces. The first one is they're always correct and, like, they think that they're the best of the best. Second one, they expect everything to be, like, their idea of perfect. So what I mean by, like, their idea of perfect, it's just, like, if they believe that red is the best color in the world, then red is the best color in the world. There's no other opinions. There's no other anything else. It's just about, like, them, the color's red, it's the best color. And, like, let's say you try to approach them, you're just like, hey... I think orange is a better color. They'll just be like, nope, you're stupid for believing red. For believing orange is the best color, red is the best color. So like, yeah, like you're dumb for that. So everything has to be their idea of perfect. And if it isn't their idea of perfect, then it kind of, they'll like put you down for it. So like I said, they'll say like, I know it's kind of like a dumb example, but like, if you said orange is the best, they'll be like, you're dumb for thinking orange is the best. Like, what kind of person would think orange is the best? Orange is an ugly color and things like that. Um, and then another example that I have is they have a lack of responsibility. So if something, this kind of like ties into the example I gave before. So if something goes wrong they'll always blame, find somebody, they'll always find a way to put it back on someone else. So it's like a lack of responsibility. Um, an example of that is if, let's say that you had a project and um, the, I'm trying to like think of undergrad and stuff like that. Let's say you had a project and 
you needed to print out the papers, right? Um, a part of the project, you need to give examples, print out the papers, but you forgot to. So, no, let's say, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to try this again. Let's say that you're an undergrad and, like, they were the ones who were supposed to, like, print out the papers or whatever, and then you were just supposed to speak. If they forgot how to print out the papers to give it to the class, for example, they'll like when it's time you're like hey like where are the papers they'll find a way to be like no you were supposed to tell me at this time to go to the library to go print out the papers and that's your fault why I didn't um that's your fault why I don't have the papers right now like you should have told me that's your responsibility I was supposed to print them but you were supposed to tell me or they'll even like gaslight you for it and gaslight is kind of making the person question themselves so they can even be like, oh, I didn't, like, you never told me to print out the paper. Like, I'm not wrong here. You never told me to print it on the first place, even though you knew that you did tell them to do it. So, like, narcissists have, like, a lack of responsibility. Another one is they don't have boundaries, and they think, like, everything is for them, and they can't be told no. So, let's say that, let's say that you were... I'm trying to think here. Let's say that you wanted to go out with a different friend and usually hang out with them all the time, but you want to go out with a different friend. And now they're kind of getting and now they're like not included. They can find a way to kind of push themselves into the situation so they don't really have boundaries like they can't be told no so if you tell them like oh no like I'm gonna hang out with this friend today like we can hang out another time they're like guilt trip like oh you always hang out with this person you always hang out with this person you never make time for me like do you not care about me do you hate me things like that to make you feel guilty and there's never like a good reason for it like it's not a good reason it's just they want what they want. They want to hang out with you on that Thursday that you plan to hang out with somebody else. And because of that, and because you want to hang out with somebody else, they're like, no, it's going to go my way. It's my way the highway. So because of that, they're just going to be like, nope, you're a terrible friend. And then try to guilt trip you into like either canceling on that person altogether or like including them in some kind of way. But then again, they love attention. So you getting attention and them not having it 100% will definitely upset them so yeah <laughs> another one is lack of empathy so really rarely feeling apologetic or remorseful so like no matter how, how much you explain something you're always wrong so let's say that they did something and it hurt you you can explain it in any kind of way and um it just <laughs> It doesn't matter. You're like always wrong. So you can be like, hey, like, I don't like how you stepped on your foot. And they'll be like, well, why was your foot there? Like, why'd you put your foot there? It's not my fault. You have big feet. And you'll be like, hey, but like you were passing by and you stepped on my foot. And they'll just be like, no, like you shouldn't have put your foot there. Like, that's not my fault that you have big feet. So things like that. Um, it's funny, things like that. And that's like a small example, but it's kind of sad how bad it can get because imagine speaking to someone that never thinks that they're wrong. Like, that's scary. Um, so those are the examples that I gave, the four, like, qualities. Of course, there's, like, many other qualities, but these were, like, some of the main ones that stood out to me, and I just wanted to mention them. So 
as we know, narcissists are not just like these qualities that I mentioned, they're not um, like singular. They can come together and it's not only for a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a significant other. It can be for family. It can come in the form of friends like narcissists. They come in different forms, shapes and sizes. And um, it's important to recognize them in our lives and kind of do something about it because these people really do suck the life out of us because everything is centered around them. So I do want to share a little story where I had to deal with the narcissist and it really did um, impact my life altogether. Um, it impacted like, I think I talked about this a little bit earlier, fact, impacted the people I wanted to speak to, making new friends. And I was just like apprehensive about the friends that I had too. So during undergrad, I encountered a girl who had like narcissistic traits, very similar to the ones I mentioned, but I was naive back then and I always gave people the benefit of the doubt and I was just like you know what maybe she just when she would say comments or she was rude or whatever I would always just be like oh like maybe she's upset maybe she's having a bad day like maybe it's something else like maybe I shouldn't be taking a personal and I mean not to be so sensitive so on and so forth so I was a little bit naive back then I was just like yeah like she's fun like maybe she it's just not her it's just like me or whatever um so yeah she was rude and it was like let's say the start in september she was like rude making like comments left and right but i just ignored them um i was tired of her and didn't really want to deal with her but like i was gonna join another club the next year so like i dealt with her for the fall i dealt with her for a little bit of the spring and like uh of course the year was closing out and stuff like that and i needed to join and i was gonna be in another club with her so i was just like yo let me just let me just keep the peace, keep things civil. Let me just talk to her or whatever. So I was just like, let me write what I'm going to say down. Because when I get upset, like when I get really angry, I tend to kind of go off. So I was like, you know what? Because she's already like this, because she likes to take offense to everything and like will nitpick everything I say. I was just like, let me let me just write this down. So I wrote it down and I had like, it was like an essay. So I wrote it down and I had my friends proofread it, like literally proofread it. And they were just like, yo, I don't really see anything wrong with this, so on and so forth. So I reread it myself. Like I made sure everything, it was not like completely blaming her. It was a combination of what I saw that she offended me with. Like um, if I did anything to offend her, like I apologized in that writing. And then I like kind of transitioned it into um I transitioned it into like what can we do to move forward something like that um so when I sent her the text it was like a text but I wrote it out first so I actually no wait wait my bad I called her (laughs) and I like read it off verbatim so this girl literally invalidated how I was feeling and then attacked me about what I did wrong and then gaslighted me and said that she didn't do anything she was just like, I was like, yeah, for example, I'm trying to think because this was a minute ago too. I was just like, yo, like, I don't like how you spoke to me this way or you said this rude thing. But I also do want to apologize if I did say something that may have made you react this way or something. I definitely said something like that. And she was just like, well, I don't know what you're talking about because I have never said that. And every example I gave, she's like, yeah, I never said that. She's like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Like, well... And then when I tried to like literally just confront her, not even attacking her, but just confront her about something, 
she took something I said to her in confidence and used it to get me. She was like, yeah, well, remember when you said this to me? Remember when you told me you were insecure about that? So you see what I'm saying? Like, it's invalidating how you feel like, oh, that never happened. So gaslighting and then completely just switching it up and being like, yeah, um, you're insecure about this. So maybe this is why you're reacting like that. So just deconstructing what I'm saying, making me question everything. Like, it was a terrible experience. So I was going back and forth with this girl I was going back and forth with her and then my cousin who was in the room with me she was like on her like phone or whatever and she like overheard it she was like yo like people like her are never going to admit fault so or like reason to any extent so just agree with her to end the call I like muted the phone because she was just talking and talking and talking at some point it would not listen to anything I was saying so I like I was like yo like is this really gonna work because she was on mute and she was like yeah just do it so I unmuted and I was like you know what I was like you know what you are so right like you are so correct and she was just like yeah I told you x y and z and then the conversation ended I was talking to my cousin I was just like wow like that's actually insane how quickly she just ended the call and she was all set once I admitted fault or once I was just like yeah like nothing's wrong like oh my fault or whatever I agree with you yeah like I'm the one who's bugging in this situation so yeah after that thank god thank god I did not have to deal with her again like um I ended up what did I end up doing she ended up joining a different club and I didn't have to interact with her so I think that was a blessing because I think like if I saw her again I was willing to just go off on her so I'm glad I did not <laughs> because that was just imagine like actually trying to confront something and someone's just invalidating everything like that was a terrible experience like overall. So I'm glad I didn't have to deal with her the up like the next year after that. But that experience with her making me question like what people her gaslighting me her um, like invalidating my feelings and things like that definitely gave me issues with confronting people and like yeah it gave me problems confronting people but it helped me realize her toxic traits and when I like really reflected on it I realized like yo it wasn't me it was her she's a narcissist she's the one of the problem so yes for a little bit I was just like are my friends real are they have they been invalidating me like are they do they have like some of these qualities I start to like really overthink but she ended up like yeah like I after a couple of months I ended up healing from it and um a couple of months I'm lying after like a year or so like I ended up healing a little bit and I didn't let it affect me as much which is great um so after that story I'm gonna give you some tips on how to create some space between these people so the first one is don't be like me don't question them don't be like oh you know maybe it's this and that maybe they're having a bad day or whatever like accept them for who they are accept them for who they are and the relationship that you want with them will never exist so like I know you may want to be peaceful I know you may want them to reason more you might be thinking oh maybe they just need to learn a little bit more and things like that but recognize that it's never gonna happen and you need to understand that because you're hurting yourself when you stay in that and again no matter how much you explain yourself no matter how much you reason they're right so you never will be right like they'll never reason with you another one is like refrain from focusing on them so for example the restaurant example that I gave 
when they're like, yeah, like, when you're like, oh, I'm going out with my friends, and they're like, oh, so, like, you're not going to make time for me, or whatever the case may be, take it off of them and, like, bring it back to yourself. Be like, you know what, like, this friend, I haven't met with them in a while, I'm just going to spend time with them. And they still might fight you on it, to be honest, but it's important for you to kind of just take a step back and don't let it take over. Because at the end of the day, your sufferings are just as important as theirs, so, like, don't let it, don't let it take over. Um, the next one that I have is explain yourself calmly. So they always will seek to have control. So for example, when I was explaining myself to the girl, she was literally just getting on my nerves because she wasn't listening to what I was saying. She was just like invalidating everything. She was starting to yell for no reason. Like, I don't even know why. Like I was just explaining something calmly and she was just like being wild about it. So they want they definitely want a reaction from you but it's up to you to like stay calm and switch gears so saying things like or they might like blame you too and be like like i said for the restaurant example like oh yeah well you don't spend time with me like it's important to give try to give them neutral it's hard it's not easy i just want to preface that it's not easy but give them like neutral answers like oh i hear you or if that's what you want to believe oh, I understand that you're feeling this way, but this is what I'm going to do. So stick to what you're going to do and don't feed into their nonsense. Um, So three tips again. It is accept them for who they are, refrain conversations and like interactions to be focused on them and explain yourself calmly because they always will seek to have control. So those are the tips that I have and those were the examples I had of narcissists. I hope you like my short... (laughs) I hope you liked my story and um, please like and subscribe if you want to hear more. I will be having a poem next week and then I'll have another episode like this where I kind of like dive into it and explain like the origin of it and where it's coming from and stuff like that. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and thank you for listening.